Today's show is brought to you by Hoopsters, the greatest basketball-themed board game ever. Listen, technology is great and all, but nothing beats sitting down to play a quick board game with your kids or your buddies, and Hoopsters is a slam dunk. It's got all the excitement and energy of basketball and the strategy of backgammon. And you can finish the game in 15 minutes, but I bet you won't play just one, though. Head to Hoopsters.store to learn more. Good times. Yep. All right, let's do this in three, two, one. QBMOC. Hey, Wednesday Nation. We are coming back to home sweet home to talk about our favorite teams and be the homers that we truly are. Plus, we bring back Mount Rushmore with a holiday twist. So grab your hot chocolate and your candy canes because it's not Monday. It's not Monday. It's not Tuesday. Not Tuesday. Tuesday. It's it's Wednesday! It's Sports, Sports Wednesday. It's Sports, Sports Wednesday. Medium level, medium level, medium level, medium level. Sports, Sports Wednesday. All right, the only Wednesday-themed sports podcast with live music. Welcome, everyone. My name's Pete Brown. I'm the big man on campus, and you found your way to Sports Wednesday. Sports talk for the medium fan. That means we'll get the big stories right a good 80% of the time, and we'll get the details right like 32% of the time. Not bad, not bad. And if you're cool with those percentages, and why wouldn't you be? It's math. We'll go ahead and have a show. Joining me as always, uh, by the way, he tweeted out this week that he, in fact, can out Pizza the Hut. It's basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you, coach? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. <laughs> that took me by surprise. That's a good one. Hey, coach, you Coach, you, you have a Twitter? I got I got a Twitter. I don't I gotta follow you. I didn't even know you were on Twitter. Yeah, I'm on Twitter. I'm a Twitter guy. I'm a He's a he's a, he's a good follow. Oh, yeah. Those those annual or biannual <laughs> tweets are rock solid. Yes. And of course, that second voice you heard, he sounds like a nice guy, but I swear to God, that man keeps me honest, and he gives me unfiltered, unvarnished feedback that uh, it's hard to hear, but uh, it's usually right on. We call him the Maestro Brian. Hey, how are you, Maestro? Hey, you know I'm busting chops on Tuesday. I'm busting chops on Wednesday. I'm a chop buster. You are. A he chop is a buster. chop buster, man. So, uh, so that's, uh, that's the crew who do the show. And if you want to like laugh during your week, you just need a lift during COVID, then follow us on the social medias. We're on, on, uh, Instagram at sports Wednesday, where we uh, post visual content. Uh, and then we all have like a number of kind of fake accounts of our own that we then like the content with. So that's always fun. Uh, join, join in. Uh, with those likes, they, they keep Maestro happy. And then on Twitter, we're at Sport Wednesday, uh, where uh, I'll be honest with you, all I'm doing on Twitter for the next uh, 48 hours is saying you need to order your Sports Wednesday merchandise by tomorrow, 1210, for holiday delivery. Absolutely. Because we've got merch, we got shirts, we got sh- we got shorts, we got dresses, shower curtains. Leggings. Dresses. Uh, I own I own a sweatshirt, which is quality, and I own two mugs, which are also quality. Uh, Coach, what do you own? Um, I don't. I I I I I, uh, I don't own anything yet. Oh, jeez! Not a fan of the show. Uh, and Maestro, how about you? I know you have some merch. So I do. I uh, 
you know, my lovely wife got me a, a pullover sweatshirt that I wear all the time. Yep. And I love it. And then I also have a jersey tee, nice. but it ran a little tight, a little small. So I, I look like that guy in a little shirt. <laughs> you know, I don't wear it that often. Nice, nice. Yeah, I have uh, my daughter has that pullover hoodie as well. She loves it. Uh, so if you want the, to order merch for the sports fan in your life, and, and why wouldn't you head to uh, we've got this little bit link set up. It's bit.ly slash SW merch 2020. Or you can go to sportswednesday.com, click on merch and then click on the link to the store. Holy smokes, guys, I got breaking news. I am the first person who knows this and you are the first people to hear of it. I swear to God. What is it? What is it? You read? I know. I know. And I love when we do our breaking news the night before we release the podcast. So for everybody who who, uh, hasn't heard, the Ohio State-Michigan game has been canceled. It has been canceled due to COVID. That never happened. And I thought we should should probably say something about that because we're all Michigan fans and we talk about this game all year long. we didn't. We did suspect this might be coming. It did, in fact, happen uh, today. I was uh, pretty early in breaking that news on the text thread because it, uh, it got tweeted, and I was six minutes in when I let you guys know. So, uh, implications, coach. Uh, I think what's going to happen with this is a lot of speculation about them picking up a game, trying to pick up a random uh, opponent to get six games. But I think what's essentially going to happen if smart minds are anywhere near the big 10 uh leadership is they're just going to change that rule and say that the buckeyes are in the championship and they don't have to do six because trying to get an opponent this last second is is going to be an absolute effing mess and you've got to all you're going to do is make things worse and so i think what's going to happen is they're just going to end up changing that law it didn't work out for byu last week i'll tell you that. oh no coastal carolina okay, so so lots of context here. Uh, so first of all, Ohio State needs this game to be eligible to play in the Big Ten Championship Correct. game under the current rules. Uh, Correct. Secondly, it was it was because of Michigan COVID that um, that they canceled the game. Is that correct? Yes, I've I've heard they they have up to forty five players that would have been inactive because of COVID. So it was them, not us. Yeah. A- so uh, no, uh, not taking anything away from our neighbors up north, but not surprised and. Uh, and then, okay, so so the thinking is we need that sixth game, so we'll just schedule like with Otterbein or or Capital or <laughs> Wittenberg. And... God, yes. <laughs> so some of the scuttle. So here's the thing: on Wednesday, when you're listening to this, probably it'll just be people talking about it like we are right now. Thursday or Friday, either the the rule will get changed or the Buckeyes will will have some sort of shotgun wedding game with some team that they. That is have. correct. There, there was there was scuttlebutt about you know because the Mississippi uh, Texas A and M M game was canceled that boy wouldn't it be great if Ohio State could play Texas A and M but I just think logistically that yeah and there's like sense. they're basically saying like what happened if if Ohio State takes that game and they lose I mean then their whole season so it would be a great game in a perfect world that's the game that should be played but oh well. So, uh, and then Meister, you were saying that BYU Coastal Carolina that was just a random makeup game that got scheduled. So BYU was supposed to play Liberty Ah. and Liberty had the same situation that, that Michigan did. They had to cancel because of COVID. So they're like, Hey, you know what? Our truck's already out there. Yeah. You know, we've already arranged all the travel. Mm -hmm. So Carolina was off and they're like, we'll play you. (laughs) And, and they were 11 point favorites and they lost Mm -hmm. and they cost me a side bet. Yes, they did. 
It did. Man. I'm still waiting on that clock bar. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Well, that's but, the Ohio State B- Michigan news. BYU. BYU was undefeated. I mean, they were asking to be, you know, considered in the in the championship. Hmm. So, ouchie. All right, so that's the breaking news. I'm sure it's the first time you heard it. As always, tune in to Sports Wednesday every Wednesday for news that breaks on Sunday night or Monday night. <laughs> you want to hear two days later. We're the best at that. And th- this is, I'm excited, it is a coach-driven show sheet, so I am handing the keys over and popping a PBR. Coach, it's all you. Okay. Obviously, Maestro didn't see who's going to... You're going to play me in? Are you ready? I'm ready. Homer quick shots! Come on! <laughs> we are essentially homers anyway. And we're, we're, Spit it out, coach! Not, let's we're go! We're not going to apologize for it, so I figured we would, uh, we would do a little Homer quick shot. So I'm going to ask you a couple questions. I'm going to lay them to both of you, and we'll have one we'll all do together. So the first one right off the bat, Maestro, they took their first loss. Steelers, Super Bowl bound or what? Boy, you know, I would love to see them in the Super Bowl. I just I can't see it. I, I feel like the AFC is too strong, and, and Kansas City is just like, it's like a big roadblock. There's like a big accident down the <laughs> highway. Steelers are cruising along at 80 miles an hour, but Kansas City cr- crash them, smash them up ahead. Um, I don't know unless they get, you know, their, their kicker back, you know, James Connors, not, not feeling well. He keeps getting hurt. And then, um, even his backup Jalen Samuel, Sam- Samuel's been hurt. So I don't know. I, I just don't see it happen as much as a, a Homer that I am. I just, and so they lost, they it. lost Maestro to the Washington football club from the mighty NFC East, right? <laughs> yes. Who now are tied for first place. Yeah. Um, I'm not so worried about no, that. And, loss. and I gotta tell you, I watched, I watched that. That loss, that loss was looming. So I was watching the game, so I watched it for like most of the second half. And Steelers just—I don't know. I mean, I can see why they just looked like they didn't want to be there. Like they were like, "Why the why the hell are we playing this game? We had to play a stupid, weird game last week, and this week they just like it. Just seemed like they just wanted to go home. They wanted to get it over with, and they were done. So I I don't know if that's the Steelers team that's going to show up for the playoffs. I really liked them until I saw them last night. I, I thought they it's were. Gonna, I, th- I would have picked them for the Super Bowl, even though the Chiefs are so good. I just figured it's the, the classic hangover game, right? You, you know, all that stress that went into playing Baltimore. They, you know, they pulled out the victory. It was ugly, but they pulled it off. But they, the last couple wins, they've been a little bit sluggish. So I think it's like, all right, let's reset. Let's get this loss out of the way and refocus for the rest of the season. I, I hate to disagree with you, Maestro, but this is more like in Rocky Four after Apollo Creed died. So Rocky decided to fight Drago the Russian. And in like the third round, he made Drago bleed and he gets to the corner and Superman, Apollo's old trainer, Rocky's current trainer goes, he's bleeding. He's not a machine. He's a man. That's what that was. <laughs> I have no comment. I don't know. <laughs> Nothing sums it up better if, than if that. If you can tie in the Steelers season. Yeah, if you can somehow pull Rocky Four into the Steelers season this year. Get him hurt back. Yeah. Now he's worried. You're cutting. You're hurting. You see? You see? He's not a machine. He's a man. <laughs> All right. So, yes or no? Are they making the Super Bowl or not? Final word. They are not. Okay. They are not. All right, so let's let's flip the script to their rival and let's go to BMOC. Browns, they're nine and three. People are losing their mind. Are they making the playoffs or not? 
yes, they're making the playoffs. Nope. Uh, so here's the thing about the, every Browns fan knows, right, yes. Coach? Uh, you got a big, huge lead. It's not safe. Nothing is safe with this team with the Browns. Uh, but the Titans were the first quality team that we've beaten. We've beaten the teams we're supposed to beat. We lost to the Steelers, lost to the Ravens. We shouldn't have lost to the Raiders. Uh, but this was the first time I really saw them step up to play to an opponent that was equally or better than them. So, yes, I see I see them going in right now. They have the top wild card spot. I don't see that changing. How far they go, you know, I, I don't want to be a homer. I want to be realistic. I don't want to set myself up for disappointment. But I think that they are going to literally run the table in the playoffs. No one's going to score against them. And they're going to win the Super Bowl by so many points that the NFL is going to cancel the Super Bowl for like three years so we can just recover and try and process from the dominant performance that it was. And as Cleveland burns in the apocalypse because of what they did. Yeah, I, I completely agree on that. Completely agree. Calm, reasonable. What about you, Maestro? Give us your on, like, give me your honest read on the Browns, because I know, I know that you're watching them. We can't do an honest read on it. You know what? They're 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 a box of chocolates. I, I thought they looked really good um, this past weekend, but I've also seen them look really, really, really bad. And, and you know, it was interesting as I think I I texted it to the group. I said, you know, watch out because Tennessee is a second half team, but and they, you know. Browns didn't really score many points in the second half. I think the Titans were maybe just a little bit off. I think maybe they had a little bit of a hangover from their big win the prior week. So I, I don't know. It's it's a crapshoot. Hey, Maestro, when you texted that, was that for real insight or was that just something you were saying to get our goat? Because I thought it was the latter. No, I, Tennessee literally has come back in most of their games Ooh. all season. Yeah, they've, they've played yeah, behind in, in, all, in all, all of their games, just about. I loved it when they were the Oilers. I did too. A Tennessee Oilers just makes good sense. Lots of oil in Tennessee. <laughs> all right. So here's one for all of us. We all are obviously huge crew fans because, you know, we follow them so loyally only when they're winning, but they super, super close. close. So they are, uh, they're in the MLS cup and is this it? Are they going to win the cup or not? We've all watched enough now. Now we can all say that we've watched it. Is it going to happen? They're now playing the, Seattle Sounders, is that correct? Seattle, Seattle Sounders. Yeah, that's um, Which was an upset. I know that they weren't expected to win, but they got in. So are the stars aligned or the crew going to win? Uh, Maestro, you go first. Ooh. You know what? Um, I think the crew's going to win. I I don't know why. I mean, I don't know much about the Sounders, but I just have a good feeling about the way they've been playing. It's, you know, the last couple games, they're in, you know, they're going to be playing in Columbus, so they're comfortable um, and I think they're just confident in that they're going to somehow find a way. It, it hasn't been pretty, but they're, uh, I think they're the strongest team. So we'll see. It's not going to be, I think it's going to be rainy Saturday night. So that could be really interesting. Cold. BMOC. Yeah. So we'll definitely, first of all, have to come up with a COVID safe plan that we can watch it in like someone's garage. Oh, or absolutely. Something. But we all thought when, when they first did that back to play tournament that the crew would win that. Uh, and they didn't, you know, and throughout the season, they've just had weird, odd losses. Like they lost to FCC. Uh, uh, but I think Maestro's right. Like they, they were definitely the aggressors against New England. They had a lot of opportunities. A lot of those shots didn't quite get in. And the goal that they scored, they're just like, what do we have to do to score a goal? We'll do it. Uh, so yeah, I say that I say it's the cruise year. I think they're playing with confidence. Um, I think that was a huge win over New England, who, as Maestro pointed out, was a team on the rise. And uh, 
And, you know, I love, I love Zardis. I love our tour. I, I just, I want them to win and therefore I'm going to manifest it in the universe by saying. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 here's and, the know, thing about uh, this team that I don't have a lot of teams that I can say this about, not really any of them, but like when they're on the field, I feel like they are, they are the best team. Like that, like they're the, there's a confidence that this team is like, usually when the type teams that I follow, I always feel like they're the underdog, even when they're not, but like, the crew, the, the way they play and the way they're holding themselves, it's not like, oh, my God, I hope they score a goal. It's like when you watch them, like, they're going to score a goal. It just might not be right off the bat. It might take them a little bit, but this team is yeah. going to score. And I think the underplayed point of this team, just like in hockey that gets you through those tournaments in the Stanley Cup, their goalkeeping, that goalie is unbelievable. And he has made some crazy amazing. saves. And you don't get as many shots on goal or crazy saves, but those, in a, we all know in soccer – that one goal is is a turning point and making a save like that changes the momentum for everything. And that team has gotten a lot from him. So goaltending and they're aggressive. They're the best team. They should win this game. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, the way that tournament ended because they were, they, they were the by far the best team in that tournament early on in the season. And, you know, it was a flukish loss and I think they're probably still a little bit chapped about it. So hopefully they, you know, learn their lesson. Bring the cup and, home. Um, I, you know, I, Bring the cup home. And what I think is really cool is that, you know, the stadium, I think is going to, the new stadium is going to be ready um, next oh. year. And so I think what, what a cool way to, you yeah. know, close, close down the classic crew stadium with, uh, with and then the open the one with, with the, putting the cup. I'm going to say something. You guys tell me if I've, yeah. Tell me if I have to take this out be, because of jinxing, but like I found all of these uh, bottle rockets in my basement when I was looking for the Christmas, Christmas stuff. And I'm like, be cool to have all those set up and then if they win to shoot them all off at once. No, I think that's a great idea. That's not jinxing. That's yeah, a great idea. <laughs> I love old bottle rockets. And like, you know, like twist all of the oh, yeah. all of the wicks together so that we you know, and like we'll have all our all our kids, each one has a, a bottle they have to run to and light when we win. I love it. There we go. Aww. And sparklers. <laughs> <laughs> and snakes. And candy canes and hot Aww, cocoa. It'll awesome. be a wonderful All right. day. All right. <laughs> are, you, are you guys done? Yeah, we're done. Because, you know, we got to pay the bills. Let's pay the bills. And Hoops, Hoopsters, the greatest basketball-themed board game ever made, is becoming like Coach winning a bet with his brother. Rare and hard to find. So, if you want to grab one of these handcrafted basketball-themed board games before the holidays, go to Hoopsters.store and get one for the Hoops fan in your life. Order now. Supply is limited. And by limited, I mean there will be a worldwide hoopster shortage <laughs> here in the next few days. Head to hoopsters.store. Hoopsters.store. Good times. <laughs> now, people won't hear that. And last week, we tried a mid-roll ad that was disastrous. And this was a well-written one. Performance was great. And I just tanked it. I just tanked it. All right, main, <laughs> all right, main bit, we're going to bring back an oldie but a goodie. And we've talked about this amongst ourselves several times that we need to bring back some of the the classic things that we did way back. Not all of them, because not all of them were good. But this one, we all three of us have said we need to bring this back in some way, shape, or fashion. So I figured I'd bring it back. I don't know if it's going to stick to the wall, but we're bringing back the Mount Rushmore. And this Mount Rushmore is the Mount Rushmore of holiday movies. So here's how it's going to work. We were all told we all have to bring two choices. 
we throw those two choices out and we're all going to be able to pick, we're going to pick three of them. Then I have gotten the, also the choices from all of our guest pickers. We'll listen to theirs and we'll see how it shakes out, but we need four top movies. How many guest pickers do you got? I have them all. I have them all except for chip midnight. So seven. So I got them all. So I got yours. I got everyone. So they all bring, so there's going to be, I'm sure that we're all going to carry over. There's going to be some that are, we're all the same type of movie, so we'll see where it falls. But I think it's time we, we figure out the Mount Rushmore of holiday movies. All right? So, I love it. So let's, let's go. It. Here's what we're going to do. I will do a – we'll go Maestro. Do we want to go both at the same time, and then we'll just throw them out there, and I'll keep track, and then we'll see who's sticking, and then we'll talk them through. Yeah, so when you're, when you're the host coach, you make those decisions, and you don't actually – So what we're going to do <laughs> – what we're going to do is we're all going to take turns and then we'll tally them up and then we'll talk them through. How about that? All that right. sounds good. So Maestro, you're first. I'm first. I'm going to go uh, Christmas Vacation. Right, Christmas I love vacation. it. All right. Watch it every year. BMOC. Yeah, I am going Elf. Ooh, Elf. Okay. Love I am going to go. I'm going to go. Mm, I'm going to go Christmas Story. All right. Nice. So right now we have Christmas Story. All right. Elf and Christmas Vacation. Um, let's hear. Let's hear our first. Yeah. Let's go with yours okay. again. What's your next choice? Uh. I'm gonna go Die Hard. Ooh, controversial. BMOC. I'm going. It's a Wonderful Life. Okay, it's a wonderful life. All right. I'm going classic. I'm going Red, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, I love it. 1964. Yeah. I'm going Rudolph Red-Nosed. All right, so right now we have Vacation, Elf, Christmas Story, Die Hard, It's a Wonderful Life, and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Now we're going to listen to our guest picker, Cindy. This is Cindy. Uh, my top two all-time favorite holiday movies would be Elf and Christmas Vacation. All right, there we go. Ooh. Elf and Christmas Vacation are leading the way. Next up, let's do uh, let's do Coach's Brada. Coach's Brada. Well, this is Coach's brother with his two favorite Christmas movies. Personally. I lean really heavily towards the comedies. Serious Christmas movies actually depress me. So let's go with number two. That's Elf, who doesn't like Will Ferrell. Some decent singing, hilarious movie, and it works for all age groups. But the real winner for me is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, that movie's timeless. It can be watched any time during the year. And who doesn't love a movie that features a dysfunctional family, a boss who's a raging asshole, and a brother-in-law who yells, shitter's full. I mean, I use that line all the time. Great movies. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoy them. <laughs> all right. So that's Coach's brother. So Christmas Coach vacation. Brother. All right. Let's go to... Let's go Hop. He has a wonderful choice as well. Hop from Colorado. Thanks, Christmas Pop. movies begin and end with Christmas Vacation. Clark W. Griswold, there is no equal. 
I will give my second pick um, a far distant second, but pretty good. Scrooged with Bill Murray. Oh, um, that's it from Colorado. Merry Christmas, y'all. Curveball. Curveball. We've got Scrooged. Ooh, I oh, I love Scrooge. Um, all right, let's go. Uh, let's go, Jamie. Here we go, Jamie. What's up, Sports Wednesday peeps? I hate to be cliche and go with but Christmas going vacation, although I do have to say Cousin Eddie will go down as one of the greatest characters of all time. I think I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to go with uh, Office Christmas Party. It was on the other night, mm. but funnier than I recall. I'm going to go with that. And then, gosh, I have to go back to my childhood here. You know, I... Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is a great one. Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh, the peanuts. You can't, you got to have Charlie Brown Christmas in there. Hey, you know what? On second thought, screw the kids. I'm going to go with Bad Santa. (laughs) Bad Santa. Office Christmas party, Bad Santa. Stressful times, you need some laughs. Those are two good ones that'll that'll get you laughing. All right, some... Some curveballs. All right, let's go. Oh, I like it. Here, let's go. Let's go, King Havoc. What is up, sports peasants? (laughs) King Havoc here. Fantasy royalty. (laughs) My top two holiday movies. Number one is Elf. And number two is Star Wars. What? I know it's not a holiday movie, but we always watch it during the holidays. Nice. We have our first Star Wars. All right. All right, and now let's go to Tall Sean. What is up, sports peasants? No, that's not Tall Sean. Hey, that's Kavik. Here it is. Hey, fellas, Tall Sean here. So my top two Christmas movies would probably be Christmas Vacation, mm-hmm. uh, you know, any holiday movie with Cousin Eddie, and it's going to be pretty damn hard to top. Um, and then my second will probably be the incomparable Jim Carrey as the Grinch. Uh, between my two kids, I've probably watched that movie 500 times, um, and can't get enough. Love it. All right. And we have Hoops. Hoops. These are fine. Hoops. Hoops. Hoops and hops. This is a good one. Hey, this is Hoops. Um, I am sending you my two favorite Christmas movies of all time, which it's a tough thing to do, man. Um, it's like asking me which kid I love the most, really. There's so many good Christmas movies out there. I mean, you can go like old school, um, great Christmas movies like Miracle on 34th Street or It's a Wonderful Life or White Christmas all classics and good or those classic TV ones like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer or Charlie Brown Christmas um, which are fantastic or you could go like the R-rated funny ones like The Office Christmas Party or The Night Before or Bad Santa um, or Bad Santa 2 oh. uh, some of them hilariously funny um I could go with a movie I watch with my kids that, you know, it's just not Christmas without watching the Santa Claus. He's really learning out his choices um, here. Or like Home he really or is. Or Elf. Um, 
This is the uh, Hoops Christmas episode. It really is. If they tell me these are not Christmas movies, like Die Hard or Gremlins, because they really thought out and they're awesome. But I think three definitely. Oh, he's down to three. Me as being like my absolute favorites, which would be Scrooged, A Christmas Story, and Christmas Vacation. But if I had to pick just two out of those three. I would have to go with Scrooged and A Christmas Story because it's just not Christmas if I can't watch those two movies at least. Okay. So, they really thought these out. Some of these are very thought out. We are down. So, so here's the deal. I'd say based on everything we've said, Christmas Vacation is on Mount Rushmore. Do we all agree? Yes. And Elf is on Mount Rushmore. Then we really have two, two different spots. We have a lot of choices, but we really, we can make our choices what we want. I'm going to make my pitch first. I think Christmas Story needs to be on there as well. I think Christmas Story is the, what it, it's, it is what everything is. We've, I mean, it's a kid's Christmas. We got to have Christmas Story on there. All right. I agree. I'm we, surprised. Okay. Nobody said Home Alone. I'm really surprised. I know. Oh, because it's actually a garbage, garbage movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't like Home Alone. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about this. We'll talk about this. Offline. The physics of those traps, it just doesn't work. And the fact that they live through them. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so we're down to one spot. A Christmas story is the number three one. Cause I heard that a lot. I heard a lot of Rudolph, but I, I think people were just like mentioning, no, it not picking. It. No, the only thing that got two votes was Scrooged beyond yeah. that. So, so everything else is die so hard. It's a wonderful life. Rudolph. I'd say Office, Christmas, Bad Santa, Star Wars, and The Grinch are probably out. Yeah. I got to admit that that uh, that Grinch pick by Tall Sean threw me a little bit. The, the, the live action Grinch. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. uh, you know, he opened up by with the incomparable Jim Carrey. And I was just like, is there, do people like this movie and I don't know about it? But no, I think it's just a quirk of Tall Sean. I got to tell you, no, my daughter loves that movie. I thought mm. that was weird too. She goes, no, that's the only one I like. I'm like, no, th- Okay. It, I mean, the, a, the original Grinch, the six, 1966 one, I could see, but... Yeah, but he went live action. He went Jim Carrey. All right, so we got five, right? So it's really down to Die Hard. Yeah, Die Hard, It's a Wonderful Life, Rudolph, and Scrooged. We got to put that fourth fourth face up on Mount Rushmore. Scrooge was picked twice. It was, but but I'll tell you what, It's a Wonderful Life. That's I why I'm was saying. Also picked, and it was like the only classic one, like the only black and white one. Who who picked it other than you, Peter? Uh, oh no, I guess I guess Hoops just Hoops talked about it. And <laughs> <laughs> his soliloquy. Yeah. It did get mentioned. I I'd have to say, as much as Scrooge getting it picked twice, I I don't think it's deserving to be on etched in stone. Really? It was actually my third pick. Was so, it really? Yeah. Just because I've watched it the last couple of years, so now it's become a thing. All right, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to make the call because we'll get about – we're going to get five or six votes. That's fine. We've got four choices. That's enough to put on the Twitter poll. We're going to make a Twitter poll for the final choice. Good call. And that's what we're going to do. So right now, Etched in Stone, Christmas Vacation, Elf, Christmas Story, and we'll let the hundreds of thousands of fans, especially the 275 that we just got our top high, 275,000 on the live stream right now, they can vote once I put this as a Twitter poll on Sports Wednesday. And then we'll have it. Ooh. 
Or, or we just or, ask Chip. Oh, get Chip, yeah. But he didn't get it. Broken in it. I'm telling you what, he's down on the show. He's, 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 yeah. He heard my, my yeah. terrible performance last week. You know, he's out. Missing mid-roll ad. He's just done with us. He's done. All right. That's our Mount Rushmore. All right. So check the Twitter for that fourth spot, everyone. All right. Uh, it's time to let you know how we do picking uh, sports games ahead of them being played. <laughs> And here's the good news. We didn't do locks of the week last week. We needed a week off. And uh, that was actually uh, refreshing, I think. Uh, So we're not doing it again this week. But we do have one update because Coach had a uh, COVID-delayed pick, Pittsburgh over Baltimore, minus the two points they covered. So, Coach, that improves you to 31 out of 72, uh, 43% on the year. Congratulations there, buddy. Really dominating. Nice job. And then, of course, uh, we couldn't resist wagering candy with each other because that's one of the things that keeps it real, I guess. And we, we just had a flurry of side bets that came out. So uh, Maestro versus Coach, that was Wisconsin minus 13 and a half versus Indiana. And Maestro won that? Uh, yes, Indiana he did. won that game? Yes, straight up. Yep. And they won it straight up even if they had even if they had the point. And that's an end cap beer. What is that? Like a, a cheap beer or is that a good beer? What does end cap beer mean? Oh no, that's it's a actually cheap. a good beer. It is. Uh from discount uh, Mart. Yep. Yes. Very good. And then of course I knew my Kansas State Wildcats wouldn't let me down a fifth time in a row, so I just took them. <laughs> I took the points. I'm no fool. I knew they needed that seven and a half points to cover against Texas, and it was it was really close. Did they cover, Coach? I wasn't sure. A little short. It was uh, I think it was sixty nine to ten, maybe. It was a little off. Yeah. So now, uh, now yeah, I'm in. I was really surprised you took that. I yeah. really thought there was no chance you'd take Kansas State again. But God bless you. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like that guy's like, this time it'll work. This time it'll work. Uh, that's yes. okay. Wildcats, they still believe in you. They still do. Um, but now I owe coach at Charleston Chew. Mm, I can't wait. Meanwhile, then uh, Maestro, uh, we we talked about that BYU Coastal Carolina game. I thought for sure if I lost to Chew to coach, I'd win something against Maestro with BYU minus 11, and they lost that. And I owe Maestro a Clark bar, which he tells me I might have to drive to Pittsburgh to buy. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Yeah. So those are the side bet outcomes there. And then, of course, in our Major League Soccer Pick'em Tracker, this is really unusual. Uh but with Seattle and Columbus in the finals, which are the two teams I picked, I rocketed into first place, 180 points. I never win these things. So like when I ordered the mug that I was going to give the winner, I ordered one for myself because I'm like, there's no way I'm going to win this. So I have two. So I'm going to give one to whoever comes in second place, which right now still is Tyler with 150 points and then Hoops and Coach right behind him, 115. Can you guys catch him? Nope. Nope. So he has, he has the crew winning too. Nice. So it looks like Tyler is going to be the winner of the mug, although I will forever go down as the MLS Pick'em Tracker 2020 champion. Putting that on my LinkedIn right now. Get the t-shirt. All right. So that's, uh, that's the updates on all of our wagering in a segment we called. Yeah. I appreciate a second week off on locks, Coach, because uh, I haven't been tracking too closely, but it does seem like we need to get back in the business of losing money to your brother in a segment we like it's... to call. Betting with Couch's brother. Betting with Couch's brother. Betting with Couch's brother. Let's do it. <laughs> 
All right. So here's how it works. Normally, we bet uh, $5 a week against Coach's brother, and then uh, we ended up uh, losing quite a bit of money to him. So we we sent him a shirt. <laughs> he said he'd take merch. I, I was like, we need to clear the slate here. Uh, so we sent him a shirt. Did he get the shirt, Coach? Do you know? Not yet, but I think it should be coming. Should soon. be arriving soon. Uh, hopefully, he'll give us a picture for the Instagram and Twitter once it once it arrives. And uh, and so the the slate is clean. So let's start wagering again. And it is here's how it works: either they th- he throws out a game and we pick a side, or we throw out a game and he picks a side. Right now, I think it's his turn to throw out a game. And coach, you are okay. like the primary guy to pick it. Oh, that is a bold move. All right, so here it is. I have not listened to it, and I mean that. Uh, honestly, so here we go. This is Coach's brother, and this week's game of the week. We go to the SEC with number seven Georgia against number twenty-five Missouri. Pretty interesting matchup. Two contrasting styles. Georgia's defense is quite simply lights out on most games, but their offense could push you to sleep. Whereas Missouri, winners of three in a row, averaging forty-five points a game in the last two. So this is really a clash of styles. This game will be played at Missouri. The spread is a pretty significant 13. What do you think? Can the Georgia offense put up enough points on the road to cover that number? Or does Missouri keep the scoring Olympics going strong? Okay, boys, you make the pick. All right. Can I ask you a question, Coach? Yes, yes. Do I – does he follow the SEC closely or do I just think that because I know you went to a Mississippi game with him? No, no, he's, he's, he knows it. He's like Mr. SEC. Yeah. Yeah. He's Mr. So I would say his, I mean, he's a college football fanatic, but he knows the big 10 ridiculously, but the SEC is, he knows everything about the SEC. So that pick scares me. So. Well, and he's, he's happy. He's happy either way. I mean, that's the thing. Absolutely. It's oh, a, it's big a 50 50. So. Yeah. And I think it, so it's minus 13. Is that what he said? Missouri's getting 13 points. Oh, wow. Well, we got to take Missouri. Though. Take the points. Oh, fuck. Yeah. All right. I, I, I can't go against my. Oh, story. wait, wait. This is your pick. You pick. No, you just you just bled through it. I would have. I, I, I got to go. thinking Georgia. I wasn't thinking Georgia. I mean, I, I was thinking it was straight up. If it was straight up, I would probably. Oh, no, not Georgia. straight up. No. But Missouri getting 13. They've won three in a row. It's at Missouri. Yeah, Georgia's has been their offense has been a little bit weak. Yeah, they do have a strong defense, but I don't know. Missouri keeps you're getting you're getting. I, I I like it. Let's go Missouri. We'll take Missouri in the points. You good with that? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, with I am. You yeah, know, we good. That's right. right. They scored fifty points last week against Arkansas. Forty one the week before. Yeah, they can put points up. It's just I mean, but Georgia's defense is really good. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I. I I, I can't I can't sit here and say that I know what I'm doing because Maestro is almost at sixty percent. So when he says he'll take Missouri almost off the like that, we're going with Missouri. We're not we're not looking back. We're taking the points. We're taking Missouri. Let's All go. Right. I mean, my record against your brother though, not great. Nobody nobody's is. Nobody's is. He's kicking our ass. We're starting over. This is a new era yes. in betting with coaches, Breda. Let's do it. Are we done? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do it! Betting with couches, brother. Betting with couches, brother. Betting with couches, brother. Missouri. Let's go! What are they?
they? The buffalo? Tigers. Tigers. Tigers! Noise. All right, that's betting with Coach's brother. Again, we are uh, at a clean slate as soon as that shirt arrives. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he'll be pleased with it. And we're doing five bucks on that, Coach. Five bucks. I'm gonna tell five him right now. Dollarales. Okay, and uh, <laughs> new era. So now we're coming to the part of the show where sometimes we make mistakes. We like to clean them up with a correction. Sometimes we got to get stuff off our chest. This is the appropriate place to rant. BMOC, not during the Sports Wednesday mid roll ad. Uh, <laughs> We call this segment <laughs> Rants and Corrections. It is open mic style. I have signed up. Has anyone else got anything they, they need to do? No, you, you have at it, sir. I've got two corrections, and they're both earth shattering. <laughs> do here's it. The, here's the first one. So we uh, last week we were talking about the the Western Conference in the MLS, and I said uh, Minnesota. I thought was called Minnesota FC. They're actually called Minnesota United FC. Oh, okay. So it's part right. But here's the thing. God, what They're a stupid fans. thing you said. Yeah, but they refer to them as the loons because, you know, they've got like that heron or that loon on their logo. Yeah, okay. So yeah. that's kind of neat, right? So they, it's like they've got a, a sort of a nickname, which which is kind of Minnesota specific. So uh, Very European. But they lost. So sorry, loons. And then uh, here's the other thing. I'm like, I'm not 100% sure on this correction, but I, I feel like I'm 90% sure. So I'm going to throw it out there. Because, you yeah. know, when, when we took locks of the week off and I said our whole sidebar slate, our side bet slate has been cleared. Uh, I think that's not right. I think I actually owed Maestro a Charleston Chew ahead of that. And uh, I've never paid him. So I think actually I owe him a Chew. I'd have to look at the show sheets, but I'm pretty sure I owe him a Chew on top of a Clark bar. So you're thinking you own the Chew and the Clark bar. There was a week where I wanted Chew from you, Coach, but I lost to him. So I was just like, oh, well, when Coach pays me, I'll give it to oh, Maestro. Yeah. And then your deck kind of rolled up to four Chews, and then I tried to roll it up to eight, and I lost them on. I'm like, okay, well, I'll even. But there's that Chew to Maestro just hanging out there. So we got to get that Chew oh, taken care of. missing Chew. Yep. The, we'll, the missing Chew. Yeah, if we uh, if we manage to uh, COVID safe get together to watch the MLS uh, Cup final, uh, I'll pay up that chew in that Clark bar. And, we'll share uh, candy, and it'll it'll be just fine. It'll be fine. We'll share and cat beers. It'll be great. Yeah, and that's rants and corrections. Rants and corrections, which brings us to the final bit of the night. Uh, and I'll tell you what, fellas, this is going to really go a long way to determine the MVP of the show. It is definitely not me this week, but uh, it's <laughs> close between the two of you. This is the section we like to call. Okay, it's called the two-minute drill. We all get to go twice. We all get 20 seconds of pop. We can talk about anything we want, not necessarily sports, but here's the deal. It's called the two-minute drill. It should be the two-minute drill. It never is. It always goes way, way, way over. And that's the two-minute drill. All right. And we are going tonight. Maestro, coach, then me. Maestro, are you ready? Let's do it. Your 20 seconds begins now. All right. So a couple weeks ago, we were laughing and pointing our fingers at the NFC East because they suck so bad. And look at what happened this past week. The Giants beat Seattle. And the Redskins beat the Stullers. What's going on, NFC East? Let's do this. Time. Coach. Okay, speaking of the NFC East and the Steelers, the Dolphins. Once again, crack open the, the beers or whatever they have you and drink and toast that another team will not go completely undefeated for the season. They do it every time. All of the living members of the 72 Dolphins 
They toast when another team loses, and I love it. There was a great picture of Larry Zonka drinking to the Steelers' loss. Go Dolphins. Sorry, Steelers. Time. I can't believe I had to wait to the two-minute drill to talk about this, fellas, but Ohio University Bobcats beat Cleveland State on Saturday, 101-46, to and in there was an NCAA Division I record-setting 40 to nothing run. Woo! 40 to nothing. Five points at the end of the first half, and then the first three. That's mind-boggling. It's not just that their shooting was good. They're playing great defense without committing fouls. Think of that. It was actually a, a free throw that broke that run. 40 points for the Ohio University. This team is every bit as good as they were when COVID canceled the MAC tourney last year, and I'm, I'm expecting big things from them this year. Go Cats. Time. Noise. All right. We predicted it back when we watched the draft early on in this COVID mess. Jalen Hurts, when he got picked up by uh, Philadelphia, we said, you know what? At some point, he's going to be starting, and that happens this week. Sit down, Wentz. Jalen's taking over. <laughs> Here we go. Eagles. Time. Time. Okay. Uh, announced this week was a exhibition boxing match that I'm literally pretty sure someone's going to die in, and that is Logan Paul has decided and agreed to Fighting Floyd Mayweather. I don't care. Oh, I heard about that. I don't care if this is an exhibition. That is literally a murderous man in the ring with some punk. And I know this Logan Paul has fought some chumps. He just knocked out uh, Nate Robinson in a weird match. I am fearful for this man's life. Floyd is a real boxer. And he took uh, McGregor who is probably one of the toughest SOBs that's ever walked the earth and beat the hell out of him. Logan Paul, I hope you have life insurance. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's just easy money for Mayweather. Yes, big like, time. Sure, he's like, I'll do it right now. So time on that. Okay, guys, I got to tell you what. This past Sunday, I had a very rare, amazing day. Uh, I got up at 3.30 in the morning because I couldn't sleep. These things troubling me. I don't want to get into it. Let's not get into it. It's a two-minute drill. We don't have time to get into that stuff. Uh, but uh, I was like, what am I going to watch? And so I watched uh, I watched the first Bourne movie from 2002. I'm like, oh, that's nice. all right. So then I wa- It's always on. You know, and then it was only really like 4, 4 a.m. So I watched a second Bourne movie. So I ended up watching all four Bourne movies on Sunday. <laughs> They are literally the same movie, just with upgraded technology in each one. Uh, yeah, I get. I mean, there's nothing different about them. They, you know, he he's with someone. She gets killed early on. He can't remember anything. And a different group of old white men sitting in a room full of computers are trying to kill him. Uh, but a good a good show. I don't recommend watching them all four in order. Uh, and then okay. also on that Sunday, I watched my Tottenham Hotspurs uh, defeat. Um, Arsenal, who's one of their rivals, and so they remain atop the Premier League. And then, as you guys saw, I actually had three – my heart was in three sporting events at once. The Browns were on, OU's basketball team was on, and the crew Amazing. was playing. And so I set up a second TV, and I had a game on my laptop and a game on the big TV, and they were all winners. So I really went 8-0 on Sunday. Four born movies, <laughs> four sports ones. <laughs> Stick a fork in me. I'm done. That's BMOC time. That's the two-minute drill. We uh, we went a little bit over. Not much this week, though, guys. So I'm going to let you pick. Why don't we go to coach first? I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm saying we just went a tad bit over. 
four minutes, 38 seconds. 438. I'm going to say 302. Once again, Maestro's closer. We were 426. Sorry, coach. Oh, we just play off. Maestro wins the MVP for the 130 and change episode. Yes. Well, good job there, Maestro. Yes. Once again, everybody, uh, that's all the sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way until Wednesday next. And hopefully with something more intelligent to say, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus. Joining me, as always, the man who claims he can out pizza the hut, basketball legend Matt Longley, and the man whose sick guitar riffs make this show even passably listenable. That's the maestro, Brian Hake. Good times, everyone. Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at sportwednesday, that's sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at sportswednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Haig, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. <laughs>